Welcome to Worth It or Worthless, a show where every couple weeks we pull a game from my own personal collection of retro games, take off our nostalgia-tinted glasses, and decide, is the game good by today's standards, and is it worth the price of admission? I'm your host, Dan, joined as always by my friend Jordan. Jordan, what did we get into today? Today we uh, embark on leg number two of our November movie madness, and uh, we played Space Jam for the PlayStation. Right. Yeah, we did. You might not have known that it was November movie madness because we didn't mention it in (laughs) the first episode, which was uh, Batman Forever, the arcade game. Yeah. But here we are. It's our second episode of November, and we got another movie game. Yeah. yeah. I I, uh, I had to, to reach deep for this one. Um, cause last time we recorded, you know, we had a different game in mind and it was so bad <laughs> that we had to play Batman forever, the arcade game earlier than expected. Yeah. And so. you, you tried, uh, you tried a few, uh, movie based games and, uh, realized that they might not have been worth, uh, worth our time. Yeah. But this one, Space Jam, this was a, this is an interesting, uh, <laughs> interesting pick, that I had never played actually before today. Yeah, so if you're so. out there and somehow you don't know, Space Jam was a movie from the mid-90s featuring Michael Jordan and some other basketball stars who get their powers stolen. Well, Michael doesn't get his powers stolen because at that time he was a baseball player. Right. <laughs> but a bunch of other NBA stars get their powers stolen by these aliens and uh, they play basketball against the Looney Tunes and Michael Jordan helps them win in the end. Spoiler alert. But uh, this is a game based on that. It's a basketball game. Uh, you got, you know, your normal basketball aspects of it, but there's some other stuff involved. They added some Looney Tunes goodness to it. So a basketball game featuring the Looney Tunes and Michael Jordan and some aliens. <laughs> yeah, I think that about covers it uh, as far as what, what Space Jam is um, in this game. It's all there. Michael Jordan at this time wasn't doing a lot of video games. I think he was so expensive to like license for video games that he didn't end up in like NBA Jam and a lot of the actual like NBA Live games, I think, at the time. But he was in this one. Yes. Yeah, he is. He, he really is. <laughs> He's got full stats in this one. He's yeah. the best no, player they, in the they, game. They really, uh, they really make him much better than any of the other characters. So. <laughs> Which, I mean, technically, if you think about it, he should be significantly better at basketball than, you know, Elmer Fudd or Porky Pig. <laughs> right. So I don't blame him for giving him the full stats. Yeah, so well, do you want to uh do you want to get into what the game did well? Yeah. Sure. That said. Let's jump right in. So, uh I think that there was a potential here for this to have just been NBA Jam with cartoons. Mm-hmm. And I have to give him credit and I have to say this as a pro that they didn't just do that. They actually tried some different things they did uh you know attempt to do something different so you definitely have the basketball aspect of this game you know the three on three arcade style basketball but then you know they tried to mix it up a little bit and add some mini games and some other stuff in there <laughs> and i don't know that those came across super well um those might like the mini games themselves might not be uh executed the best but uh, I have to give him credit for trying and not just like doing a quick reskin job of NBA Jam or something. So yeah, for sure, we should say um, that this game was released by the same publisher of NBA Jam, but actually made by a different developer than NBA Jam. Um, the developer is Sculptured Software, who also made Looney Tunes B-Ball, I think, on the Super Nintendo for Sunsoft. 
Are you asking me a question? Uh, No, I'm. It's you know that for a fact. I in my research on Wikipedia. So there's more than one Looney Tunes basketball game. True. I just don't know that it's for the Super Nintendo off the top of my head. Oh, gotcha. Well. So. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize there were so many options for Looney Tunes. <laughs> like there's, you know, if you look at a Venn diagram of basketball fans and Looney Tunes fans, there's definitely some mm-hmm. crossover there. So, you know, they've, they've got multiple choices. Absolutely. But, yeah, no, it's it at its heart, it's NBA Jam. Yeah, it it really is, and uh, yeah, see, it's hard to it's hard to say nice things about this without getting into the the not nice parts of it. So I'll save that for a little bit later. But I do, <laughs> I really do appreciate the fact that they tried something like it's Looney Tunes. Yeah. It should be, it should have some other aspects of mm-hmm. it. And the mini games, you play some mini games. Like in between each quarter, you'll play mini games, mm-hmm. and uh, you know if you do well in that, it's supposed to give you power ups that uh, make your guys faster or shoot better or are better at rebounding. Yeah. Uh, in actuality, it's kind of difficult to. You like see that happening to like mm. really know it's not like you're saying like, oh, OK, my guy is a better shooter now or whatever. But in theory, according to the game, when you win at the mini games, then your <laughs> players get some right. sort of stat boost on the court. So those happen during the the intermissions between quarters and uh, good in theory. Yeah, in theory, um, I like the idea of, again, it's not just like a straight basketball game, which how could you make the space jam game it's like oh well we have the toon squad and the monstars like there's only two teams it's a movie game so they had to do something um so i like that they were like well the looney tunes were underpowered so let's kind of give them mini games to power them up um yeah but if you're bad at the mini games balance it, it it backfires because like we were playing the single player mode and we're we're doing the mini games to try to get power ups and it's like we're terrible mm-hmm. at them we keep losing them so then the yeah the monsters just keep getting stronger and we keep getting worse. Yeah, but in in some regards, I feel like it's slightly like Mario Party where the more you played the game, if you owned the Space Jam game as a kid, yeah, like you'd be able to get good at the mini games. There's only, what, four or five of them? Because uh, yeah, when you start the game, you play as Daffy Duck in yeah. Michael Jordan's trophy room and you have to collect his shoes, shorts, and jerseys to yes. power up Michael Jordan before a game. And then, what is it, after the, at halftime, you, there's like a locker room game? There's two different locker room mini games. Yeah. There's one that powers up the Monstars and one that powers up the Toon Squad. Yeah. And then between the, the first and second quarter and between the third and fourth quarter, you have three different mini games. There's a, a shooting one, a rebounding one, and a speed-based one. Yeah. And they, they're actually, the mini games are actually kind of fun. Um, they yeah. they have potential to be fun. Mm-hmm. The problem with it is, it just like really, like you're playing basketball, and then it's like okay, <laughs> the the quarter's over. Like in a video game, sports game, like this is when you're like just mashing the button trying to get back to the game. Mm. Um, but you have to sit through like all these loading screens, and this is an yeah. old PlayStation game, so it takes forever to load. And it's like by the time you you end the quarter. And then you load the mini game, and then you play the mini game, and then it right. loads the quarter gun. It's like, oh my goodness! Oh yeah, we're playing basketball. I totally forgot. So, right. I like the idea of the mini games and having something different about the game than just being a straight up basketball game. But the fact that uh, you end up waiting so long, and we're, we're already bleeding into what 
I think the game didn't do well, but just coming yeah. out of that, um, yeah, they, they, they probably could have done something different. Well, with all that said, though, you can turn off the mini games and just play basketball. Yeah, and um, we, we eventually just started ignoring them. Right, because, yeah, they, they weren't very easy. No. <laughs> and um, the, the game has two modes, and part of why we started ignoring them is there's a mode what is it, the intergalactic tournament where you have to yeah. win five games in a row as the Toon Squad, and you have to use every character on the Toon Squad besides one captain that carries through the entire experience. Yeah, so after one game, the three characters that you chose, you can only keep your captain, and the other two are gone. You never get them again for the next four games. Mm-hmm. And then after the second game, gone. All those characters are gone. And so you right. you eventually end up... We didn't really realize. We used our best players at first, and then we get to the end, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh my goodness, all we have left is Porky Pig. Are you kidding me? Right, and, and we should, I guess, explain the stats a little bit more, because that's, I think, something that I thought the game does interesting and well, is it gives each cartoon character... Uh, their own stats out of three. Yeah. So you have speed, rebounding, and shooting. Um, so Bugs Bunny has like a three in speed and a three in shooting and like a two in rebounding. Whereas, uh, what is it? Uh, Elmer Fudd had like a two, a two, and a two. Yeah. Not, um, as, not as good at rebounding because he's right. like a foot tall. And so the game's definitely not supposed to be balanced <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. The Monstars are all terrible on offense. They have, like, one shooting, one speed, and then their rebounding is, like, three, except for one of them. Um, yeah, because they're, they're all huge. Yeah, they're huge. And so it's, it's super easy to, like, block shots and stuff with them. Um, but I like the stats. I think that it, it adds in a, another interesting, like, Space Jam sort of feel to the game where it's, like, not all these players are equal, and they weren't all equal in the movie. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I also like, um, I originally had this written down as a pro, how many characters there are, mm. but then I started to think about it and you think about like a normal basketball game, like NBA jam, and you're going to have like a ton of players from a ton of different teams. Yeah. So the fact that you have like 12 or 15 different, uh, Looney Tunes characters isn't really that big of a deal. Cause that's pretty standard for a sports game, but it was nice to see all those different characters. Like if you're a huge fan of, Foghorn, Leghorn, or Wiley Coyote, or whatever, you're yeah. going to be able to play as your favorite character. Right. And another really cool thing about that is the announcer actually has like different catchphrases for mm. each character. So if you score as Pepe Le Pew, you know, he's going to say, The ladies really loved that one. Yeah. Or, you know, if you score as uh, Wiley Coyote, he says, Just as he planned it. Right. He's a notoriously bad planner. <laughs> well, he comes up with great schemes, they just never come out the way he expected. <laughs> yeah, I was actually just about to bring up the announcer um, as another interesting thing that gives us another uh, layer of I, I <laughs> layer of, of of something positive where it's not just the most boring basic sports game that you could possibly create. Um, I do really like that the announcer says something specific for each character especially considering the announcer doesn't really it's not like NBA jam where there's like constant commentary um in an interesting way it's just like whenever somebody shoots or gets pushed over basically that he says something yeah and so there's the commentary itself isn't terribly robust but at least they went to the effort of giving him unique lines for each character in the game yeah so 
that's all that I have written down for the pros. Um, I, the the last thing that I have written down for the pros is is the simplicity of the experience. I think actually kind of serves it because it very much is. It's a Space Jam game, and so I was nine or ten when Space Jam came out. So to have a, a game for kids, uh, I think I think the game is designed with a younger audience in mind. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and so I think with that, the simplicity of it serves it in some ways. Whether that ultimately serves the game, holding up now. I don't know if it's if it's a good or bad thing, but I think that the the experience is very simple, and I feel like that's a positive thing more than a negative thing because it's a Space Jam game. Yeah, no, I agree. I think uh, definitely would have been a, a game for for fans of the movie, a game for for young kids to be able to pick up and play with some of these characters that they saw on TV. And uh, I like the idea of the game. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, it, it was fun. It's it's a game that isn't as bad as it could have been (laughs) like there's a lot of potential there for for them to have just made this a cash grab and to like Mm. really like phoned it in and i think that they they tried some interesting things yeah 100 percent. there's a lot of a lot of interesting ideas in space jam yeah so i think that's about all that i really have to say positive about Space Jam, the video game. Yeah, it's like I want to be able to say more nice things about it because, like, I had a, I had a pretty good time with it. Yeah, um, yeah, it was for a fun. Little while, but uh, there's just not a whole lot of objectively great things to say about it. Right. So then, uh, let's get into what the game didn't do so well. Yeah. All right. Um, where should we go? Where should we go first? <laughs> I, I think the the main problem with with the the game is you wanted them to do something different than NBA Jam. You wanted it to incorporate the wackiness, the looniness, if you will, of Looney mm-hmm. Tunes. And uh, they tried to do that with the mini games. Yeah. And I feel like they kind of missed the mark. And what they what they needed to do was affect the, the gameplay, the main gameplay, somehow differently. Like, you look at, like, the Mario sports games, mm-hmm. like uh, Mario Strikers. It's a soccer game. But you have, you know, all sorts of wackiness going on. Yeah. You're getting power-ups. They should have somehow integrated that wackiness into the core gameplay, which you get a little tiny bit of because each character has, like, a super move. Um, we aren't 100% sure how you activate the super move, but I think it has something to do with, like, they're on a roll if they scored a few points and if you're using your, like, boost or something. Anyway, like, all of a sudden your character will, like, bust out a jetpack or something, but it's not, like, something you have a ton of control over, and it's not, like, there's items on the court. When you go back and watch the Space Jam movie, there's just so much, like, wackiness happening. Like, you know, they're pulling out, like, their cartoon guns, and they're, like, they're doing all sorts of, like, ridiculous stuff. The Wile E. Coyote, like, you know, he has, like, his rockets and his explosives, and, like, I feel like they needed to bring some of that kind of stuff into the game. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I uh, I think I found myself wanting it to be more polished like NBA Jam because NBA Jam is definitely a, a way more polished experience that you have better control over. And because it, it's a bad version of NBA Jam, I don't know <laughs> how they could have gotten like interesting like mechanics into the actual gameplay itself. I completely agree with you that I wish it was a little bit 
like wackier in the basketball aspect of it itself. But like seeing how this game turned out and how it holds up today, it's like, I don't even know how they would have made this game any better. Like, like at a baseline, they could have gotten it up to NBA jam quality, like at the basketball itself. And then, added something on top of it but like they didn't even do a great job with the basketball stuff it's it's very much an oversimplified nba jam where you're gonna make most of your shots it's really hard to push guys over and steal the ball and block any shots and like i think a lot of that stuff comes out of the fact that the characters in the game are so inconsistent. You have tiny characters like Elmer yeah. Fudd and Porky Pig, and then you have the absolutely massive characters like the Monstars. And so it had to have been difficult for them as they were programming this game to like get all of that working together. Like, yeah. Part of the thing that frustrated us the most was trying to pick up a ball off the ground. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I think a lot of that is like, how do you even program it for these giant characters like the Monstars and then like the tiny characters? And, you know, they would have had so much custom stuff going on for each character that that could have been part of why you have so much of that clunkiness and lack of control. Yeah, for sure. This game feels like a game that was made by the C team. Um, (laughs) It probably (laughs) was. It really does. It feels phoned in. It feels like um, the I don't it's as somebody who loves Space Jam. It's like thinking about what this game could have been. You know, it could have been like a Mario uh, sports kind of game if if it was given the right time and budget. But it just hurts me to, <laughs> to you know. I think you probably this game turned out to be. I think you're onto something there because if you think about it, the Looney Tunes themselves are really like a C tier franchise. Like you think about maybe nowadays they are. I don't no, think even... I don't even think. T- 30 years ago they were a C tier. I think a lot of people have a lot of love for the Looney Tunes. I think people do, but it's never been a, it's never been a franchise that was pushed like to the level of say like if a Disney version of this came out. Yeah. Uh you know, they're going to probably throw some more money behind it. it I I don't know that for a fact, but it's just like when you think about Warner Brothers characters and all these Looney Tunes characters, uh you know, they just haven't really aged as well as as some other franchises from that time period they haven't been given like the love they deserved and so i I can see you know them being like hey we got this movie coming out let's uh hire these guys to make a basketball game and yeah it just it doesn't seem like it got the the love and it seems like that's been a pretty consistent story as far as those characters go yeah where are too bad where even are the looney tunes these days like it's like this huge franchise it's been like a a mainstay of american culture and it's like you could probably show a picture of half of those characters to a little kid and they'd have no clue who marvin the martian or foghorn leghorn or elmer fudd are i mean they're gonna know maybe daffy duck and bugs bunny maybe not i don't know would your kid know who any of those are well my kid's like 18 months old so i know so you're just proving my point (laughs) he wouldn't have any clue my kid knows who elmo and grover are there you go. See, that's an A-tier <laughs> franchise, Dan. Sesame Street, right? Sesame Street basketball would have been amazing. Oh man, that one of sounds... top five all-time PlayStation games. <laughs> I wonder if there are any Sesame Street like sports or like any like Sesame Street games that aren't like educational in in nature. I'm pretty There's sure. Be some. I could be wrong about this, but I'm Sesame pretty sure they made a Sesame Street game based on the um, Mortal Kombat engine with like the fatalities and everything in like the early 2000s 
Really? No. Well, I was no. I didn't. <laughs> 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 I only like I only registered the first half of your sentence. You're like, I think they made a mortal on the Mortal Kombat engine. And that's when I was like, really. I'm glad that you listen to the things that I say. I could get away with saying anything. You wouldn't even hear it until you, you go could, back to edit this. Like I said, my brain only registered half of what you just said. That's okay. I and think. then I was like, I got to respond. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so uh, yeah, I, I think yeah. your your theory of it uh, not getting the love and care that it deserved is is probably onto something. Yeah, it's it's sad. However, I'm I'm glad that the Blu-ray is a good good release. The Blu-ray is pretty good. There's some special features and stuff on there so that got some love i mean the concept of space jam is a good idea yeah like mixing superstar celebrities with beloved cartoon franchise and like allowing those worlds to interact and you're right it did like the movie looked good we watched a little bit of it Mm. and on blu-ray yeah and it, it it still holds up it definitely holds up better than the video game does yeah yeah for sure and it will be interesting to see you know, if the the version, the, the sequel ever comes out with LeBron James and today's NBA stars, you know, will they be able to come up with something as great as the original? Yeah, Lord only knows. Well, that is that what the Looney Tunes squad needs to bring them back to relevance? LeBron James? LeBron James. <laughs> I feel like he's the guy to do it. <laughs> Who the kid that says LeBron James or LeBron James himself? Both. If that kid doesn't, <laughs> if that kid doesn't get uh, like some sort of cameo in the in the new movie, they're really messing up. Maybe give him like the announcer's job. Oh Lord, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> really, if you think about it, Hollywood movies should really just stop mining our childhood memories and start mining. Viral videos, yeah. Like the Emoji movie. (laughs) Emoji movie was like, we don't even need a franchise. We're just going to take emojis and make something. Right. That's going to be the next. And we got Slender Man, which is basically a meme turned into a movie. Gosh. Uh, What's next? (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Don't try to change the subject. This is important. I'm trying to get back to Space Jam, Jordan. I know. We got to talk about the game didn't do so well. Yeah. Uh, we already kind of talked a little bit about the loading times oh, just really Lord. detracting yeah. from the experience, but I think it's worth mentioning again in this section, those loading times were brutal. The, the loading times themselves weren't brutal. Um, we should say the loading screen itself is kind of brutal, but yeah. we played it on a PS3. Um, Which had to have loaded it faster than the yeah, original. Yeah, it, it did, because I tried it out on my PS2 initially to be like, where should we play this? And I didn't like how it looked on PS2, so I was like, maybe the smoothing and anti-aliasing stuff on PS3 will like make this game better. But we played with the smoothing turned off anyways. So, yeah, we need that jaggy um, pixel goodness. Right. So the PS3, I think, loads the game a few seconds faster than like the normal loading screens. And the normal loading screens probably take, what, eight or nine seconds? Yeah, but you get loading screen and then a tip screen and then another loading screen yeah there's loading screens between the game. everything yeah so it's just too many loading yeah. screens loading screens before the mini games after the mini games between choosing characters yeah like, all the time yeah um and on that point i i mentioned like the graphic design in this game is just pretty atrocious um, not great especially when you consider warner brothers yeah is an animation company with like hundreds of talented animators who could have like popped their head in and been like, Oh yeah, that looks terrible. Yeah. Or the publisher of NBA jam. Like it's not like this publisher didn't have money. It just really feels like this game 
didn't get the love and attention that it could have. Well, the thing is, the actual game graphics look good. Yeah, Some yeah, of the, yeah, yeah. The mini game graphics weren't great. They kind of reminded me of like old school DOS uh, computer games. Mm. But the actual gameplay, like the basketball and like the the sprites and like in that part of the game and the characters and their animations, I thought those were good. Yeah, I, I would say the art itself for the gameplay stuff is fine but like the graphic design for like the menus and, and yeah. like the congratulations screens yep. and like it just felt awkwardly played it looks like a programmer got assigned the task of like throw together the loading screens and he's like okay and then we're gonna make a, a laser gun pointing upward with a bar above it and then on the left side of the screen it's gonna say now loading and the o is gonna be in both you know one of them is gonna be vertical and one of them is gonna be horizontal yeah, it bad. so it makes like a t-shape for the now loading thing and then it's just like whatever the main space jam logo in the middle is so yeah i don't know the graphic design loading screens staring at this game in a non-gameplay way was a little bit <laughs> rough yeah i would say wasn't great yeah i think the other thing that goes along with a lot of what we're saying is uh they they had an opportunity to take some of this nostalgia of this hugely successful movie at the time and it was yeah. when we were kids and they like everybody was talking about space jam and they they missed out on some of that uh you know, goodwill that the movie had. Like one of the mm. biggest things about that movie were the songs. You had, uh, oh, you know, you had the Space Jam song. I won't, I won't sing it, but you know, like come <laughs> on and slam if you want to jam. Like there's that, the Space Jam theme. But then you also had like the I Believe I Can Fly, mm-hmm. which was huge, and they didn't use either of them in the game. Yeah, like I said uh, before, we started recording like the licensing stuff. It was like it really just feels like this game got tacked on to a uh, space jam um where it was like oh we should put out we should put out a game but and then not those, put hardly any funding behind that game yeah to, to do it because both the of those right songs way. were like an integral part of the movie it wasn't like i don't think that those songs existed before the yeah movie. and at, at the very least we could have gotten like pared down chiptune versions of them or you know what i'm saying yeah. like like i think when we played batman forever there was like some movie songs in there that were like synthesized i could be wrong about that but i'm pretty sure you know at the very least it was like oh there's this song from the movie in the game and there was none of that yeah um the music didn't have it wasn't very present and it wasn't very interesting yeah um i just feel like everything about this game just feels like they they could have done something a little bit more they could have given a little bit more care and attention and if they had we could be talking about a much different game, a game that right. people are excited about and would want to play. You know what I think a good analogy for the Space Jam video game is is old Marvel movies versus new Marvel movies. Oh. It's like Space Jam the video game is an old Marvel movie versus what we're getting now. And it's just like now the love and attention to detail that gets put into all the all that those movies and properties um versus the way that they used to just be complete garbage. Dan, um, are, am I understanding you correctly? Like, are you saying that Electra wasn't as good of a movie as Infinity War? <laughs> I've never seen Electra. Oh man, I don't yeah. even think I've seen Daredevil, the first the movie. I've seen a few episodes on Netflix. How of do you the feel show, about but... like leather bodysuits? Because <laughs> I mean, that's basically just the whole movie. <laughs> the whole it's a whole movie of leather bodysuits. The whole movie is the intro. To Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. <laughs> no, because like at least those movies when they're like 
doing like the ridiculous bodysuits, like they're very actively acknowledging that they're ridiculous. <laughs> and Daredevil and Electra try to like make them look cool. <laughs> yeah, they're bad. I mean, that's a pretty good analogy. Those those uh yeah. late nineties, early two thousands Marvel movies were just like they left fans being like, I want more movies of the things that I love, but I want less of these garbage movies that you keep making. So it's like if you're a huge Space Jam fan, you're like, I appreciate that you tried. Yeah. That you made this movie right. so that I can sit on my couch and and live Space Jam. I can be a part of the experience of my favorite movie. Right. But I feel like you guys missed the mark and right. you, you gave this to an intern to spend a weekend on. Right. Now, one can only hope that maybe when Space Jam 2 comes out that yeah. we get another Space Jam video game and it's done properly by like 2K or somebody who actually cares about basketball games it needs- and it can be like a highly polished awesome thing that should that has that's better than it has any right to be. It needs to be a mashup of an NBA street game mm-hmm. and a Mario sports game. And Mario Party. I think the mini games could just stay there. I really? think I th- I feel like Maybe maybe do the halftime thing. You know how uh, Stan tried to sneak into the Monstars locker room or something. I think that the the mini games would work well in a campaign mode where you do the mini games between basketball games and you yeah. use that as like an RPG mechanic to yeah, level yeah, up your characters. Yeah. That could actually be interesting too. Maybe we should put together a pitch and call up Warner Brothers and uh, let them know that we have the answer to all of their woes. <laughs> And get ready to never hear back from him again. <laughs> Does that like a good idea? Man. Or maybe uh, Disney just needs to get involved in the whole project. Go talk to Warner Brothers. Yeah. I don't know that I don't know that they're ever gonna uh, unless we get the like Patton Oswald uh, mega mashup of every universe coming together, I don't know that Disney is ever gonna buy uh, Warner Brothers like they've bought Fox and Marvel and uh, Star Wars, but uh, if they do, maybe we can get a giant Disney sports universe. Man, where Luke Skywalker <laughs> and Captain America <laughs> and Star Bugs Wars Bunny game. can all play basketball Man. together to defeat, you know, uh, the Power Rangers. Back to your point earlier about um, the Looney Tunes not being as commonly popular today or as commonly known today as they used to be maybe disney buying the looney tunes franchise is exactly what needs to happen i i can't see that happening no i can't see it happening either but i'm just saying like like they've brought star wars back into popular culture some would say properly some would have a discussion about that um maybe the looney tunes do need to be bought by Disney because at least they would become relevant again. I mean, this is this is pretty far off topic, but I think that we've seen with uh, Marvel that if you just let the nerds run their own thing, yeah, like they need to find whoever the Kevin Feige of Looney Tunes is and let that person be in charge of the franchise, and then we'll get some great stuff. They just you know if every franchise can find their super fan who's incredibly competent. Yeah. And let that person run the franchise. Then you start getting some great stuff. 100%. I think all we're really trying to say is we we want a good Space Jam video game. We want a Space Jam video game. And we just want it to be good. 
I'm not a basketball fan. I'm not like into watching basketball. I would never play like a basketball game for fun, but I love the idea of Space Jam. It was a big part of my childhood. I am looking forward to another Space Jam movie, and I would like to see a good Space Jam video game adaptation sometime in the future. So I think you're totally on point with that. Yeah. Is there anything else you think that the game uh, didn't do so well? Uh, no, I think, I mean, I think that pretty much covers it. Yeah. All right. Well, with that said, then, Jordan, what would you uh, what would you pay for the experience that you just had? To add this fine gem to your collection. My non-existent collection is just really in need of not this game. I it <laughs> If Space Jam showed up on the eShop on Switch. Yeah, I know. That's how I always have to frame <laughs> it in my head. It is kind of like a funny thing. I have a lot of friends who, you know, grew up in that era with with uh with the Looney Tunes, with Space Jam. There's definitely some nostalgia there. It definitely is a playable game. You can get some fun out of it. Yeah. Um, I feel like, man, I, I like I, I want it to be a better game than it is. Like I want it yeah. to be I want it to be like a five dollar game. Right. But I'm afraid that it's like it's like a one dollar game. <laughs> like five dollars is so expensive. You say five dollars like it's like a seventy dollar like you're like, oh man, this is seventy dollars and I want it so badly to be ten. Like <laughs> you're like, if this game is four dollars more expensive than it should be. Dan, do you want my honest truth or do you want me just <laughs> to lie to you? I just all right. I want to know what you would download this off the eShop for. I'm, I'm telling you, man. I think that I would consider loading up the eShop if I saw it was on there for a dollar. <laughs> what? I'm being serious. Oh, that's so good. I just love that this is a $1 experience to you. I, You already know like this is the way it's going to go. This is just how I am. I'm not a collector, Dan. I, it's just so good that gonna... this this one is a dollar. Well, because it's like norm normally normally you're down in like two dollars. Okay, I mean, let me think about it. I, <laughs> last time we had it, last time we talked, you had I a said, dollar's worth of fun. You would have rather went and got like a burrito. No, Dan. I well, yes, I would have rather had a burrito than had not a Qdoba burrito, a dollar burrito. Oh no. <laughs> Played Space Jam. The this video is the game. thing. Okay, last time we talked, we played we played Batman Forever. I said that was a two dollar experience. I feel like this game is probably equally as fun. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it was maybe more fun than it was than more the, fun. I feel like we had can, a better time with this one. You can enjoy it in in smaller segments. I feel like you yeah. Know. All right. Okay. All right. I need to have some consistency here. <laughs> All right. You you've changed my mind. You made me think about it. You made me reprocess. And I'm willing to say this game is if it was on if it was on the eShop today for two dollars and fifty cents, I would I would give it a go. Okay. <laughs> I'm a frugal guy. That's, you know, that's I don't need to own funny. a whole bunch of games. Right. It's for for me, uh, I think Space Jam, the video game, is is probably worth <laughs> twice as much. Well, yeah, it says Pro- the guy worth like five to seven dollars. Um, for the experience that we just had and the potential to have that experience in the future is five to seven dollars. See, what I'm I would, afraid what Dan, I think this game that you be worth. have been blinded by nostalgia. You're sitting across from <clears throat> me, you're wearing a Space Jam t shirt because right we were now. playing it today. I know, but and I've seen you wear it before. I'm just saying, <laughs> you may be 
a little blinded by your nostalgia for this franchise and for this game. So you think that the me saying that I would pay five to seven dollars for this game is due to nostalgia colored glasses, which we no. intentionally try to take off, Jordan. I know. You're actually very that's that's a pretty consistent uh range for you yeah. as far as other things we've talked about. I just I felt bad because you gave me crap and so I wanted to give you some back and then you <laughs> called me on it and then now I feel like an idiot. No, that wasn't that's not what I want. Okay. I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, what what do you uh, what do you think people are paying for this game on eBay? What do you think it's trending for? Oh man, I really hope there aren't people out there buying this game. People- <laughs> <laughs> just, just full stop. I hope nobody's buying this game. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I get it. I get it. It's a, a beloved movie. People probably think that they can hear a cool video game version of their favorite Space Jam tunes. Maybe they're wrong, but maybe they think that. Maybe they're a big... You know, there's a lot of um, like 50-ish aged women who wear (laughs) Tweety Bird shirts. (laughs) You know, it's a fact. That's like the demographic for Looney Tunes. It's like people like (laughs) our mom's ages... And a little younger, maybe that are just really into Tweety Bird. Okay, maybe. <laughs> Dan, I'm trying to. What's your get point? Into, I'm trying to get into the head of a potential buyer, potential buyer of this game, and I'm having a hard time figuring out who it would be. They're probably out there. It couldn't be somebody who's about 30 years old who grew up watching Space Jam and it is now be. collecting retro games. It could be. That's just not the the demographic that popped into my head. Are you going to shame me or are you going to let me no, say my thing? You're just trying to figure out who would be buying this I game know. and you're staring at somebody who would be buying this game. Okay, I could see you going on eBay and spending $19 on this game. All right. So are you saying that people are paying $19 for Space Jam, the video game? In this hypothetical universe where people are searching it out. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. No, actually, uh, this one's trending for about nine to ten dollars. Okay, all right. And I mean, I uh, I I only bought this game this week. Actually, when when the first game that I had planned fell through, and I needed another movie game, and then I realized that I grew up flipping through magazine ads, seeing Space Jam, or seeing Space Jam in like magazine ads and stuff, and going, I want to play that, and I always wanted to play it because I loved NBA Jam growing up, and I was like, I love Space Jam, I love NBA Jam. From the screenshots, this game looks like something that I need in my life, and I was always, I've been curious about it for the longest time, for literally about 20 years. And so finally, this 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 week was a great opportunity to finally scratch the itch. You bought it just Space this week? Jam. I bought it just this week. I actually, so I bought it for $12 minus... Five dollars because eBay was having a coupon thing. Oh, so I only paid seven dollars for Space Jam. So right in your sweet spot, right in my sweet spot. I feel really good that I paid seven dollars for Space Jam, the video game, because yeah, that's about what it. That's what I think it's worth is is seven dollars. All right. Well, um, then if it's there at seven dollars, that was your sweet spot. That's what you paid for it. Yep. Gotta say, worth it. If you can get a coupon for it. Dan says this game is worth it. <laughs> if you don't have like a love of Space Jam or basketball or uh, poorly made video games, 
Or Looney Tunes. Or Looney Tunes. Uh, <laughs> then this game may not be worth it to you. No. Uh, if you love Space Jam growing up, and if you're into PS1, I would say maybe pay less than $10 for Space Jam, the video game. If you have been curious about it for 20 years like I have, and you didn't know there was a Space Jam game. But if not, you're probably good just watching a YouTube video of Space Jam, the video game. So it's a solid worth it for you. Solid worth it for me. We've we've established that it's probably a worthless for me. Yeah. But I feel like we can we can agree. On, yeah, we can on find this. some middle ground on this. Yeah. The, the game was actually fun. I now, did, yeah. outside of the whatever ninety minutes to two hours we spent watching the loading screens, <laughs> about fifty percent of the, the, <laughs> the time was watching loading screens. Um, I, I I feel good about playing this game. It, I'm not gonna say it's a great game, but I'm like, that was fun. Yeah, I, I don't mean, know when I'll ever pull it back out and play more space in the video game because it's it's so shallow. You've beaten it. Yeah, you've beaten right. it. You got the intergalactic trophy. You don't have to go hunting for that trophy anymore. <laughs> Which we should also bring up the point that there's nothing. There's there's no save feature on this game anywhere. There's nothing that the game will save. There's no high scores. There's no progress. There's no anything. Um, it's such a shallow experience, but. It just does what it does, which is poor NBA Jam with Space Jam characters. So, <laughs> there you have it, people. There you have it. If you're a Space Jam super fan, check it out. If you're not, well, see you in the next episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. I think that's going to wrap it up. I think so, too. Just a real quick thing before we go. Just want to say thank you to everybody who is participating with us on social media. We at this point this comes out, we will have broken a thousand followers on Instagram. If you aren't following us there, come and talk with us about old games. Tell us what you'd like to see more of. Uh yeah, we're having a good time. So thanks everyone. Yeah, thank you for listening. We yeah. appreciate every single one of you. If we didn't have anybody listening, we'd probably still hang out and play video games and talk about it. But it's cool to know that there are people out there that will listen to us and download it and tell their friends about it. So thanks. Yeah. All right. I think that's going to that's gonna wrap it up then. I think so too. All right. Thanks for listening. See you next time. All right. Bye. If you have any questions or feedback, feel free to email us at worthitorworthlesspodcast at gmail.com. And if you're interested in staying up to date with the show, follow us at W-I-O-W podcast on Twitter and Instagram. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review and subscribe if you want to hear more. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the show. We sincerely appreciate it. Talk to you next time. Bye.